0: Hi everybody, hi guys, and welcome to episode 5 of Marathon, Marathon. woohoo, this is a big moment Oscar, big, big
1: episode moment, episode
0: 5, who would have it? thought we would have made it this far, um, Oscar how are you doing today? Great, I think this is the latest podcast recording session we've had. It's oh, currently sure. t- exactly twelve thirty a.m. So, and we just finished watching the movie. Yep, which like is
1: ten minutes ago, less than ten minutes ago. Yeah,
0: which is a great spot to be in. It's right in the prime part mm-hmm. of our brains. It's mm-hmm. really close. We're ready to snatch mm-hmm. up the merriness of it all. Do you agree? Agree. So today we're here to talk about Into the Woods, and really importantly we have, I would say, an Into the Woods expert. I don't probably know. Probably expert. Probably the foremost expert in Sibley County. And I say that only because... She knows because all the lyrics I to all the words. I think there are the other 20 other people in Sibley County that have seen
2: the movie. Probably.
0: So, and there's probably 20. only one person that's seen both... And probably, movie. like, like version of the five people that
1: actually like it. Cause we'll talk about that later.
0: Yeah, so if you hear, like, a muffled laughing coming from one side of the room, that's our guest, friend, friend, and the podcast, and ourselves, Tori Kanagi. Tori Kanagi. Oh, thank you for having me! Welcome to the podcast, Tori. We've... We're so happy to have you here. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Tori, um, so are you a fan of the podcast, new to the show? What's your status?
2: Um... I am a fan of the podcast, and I will say that this is the only podcast I'm a fan of, because I, yeah. I was telling them earlier, <laughs> wow, I've actually never listened to a podcast in my life, and then you guys came out with this podcast, and I thought I'd support, so, yeah. 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 You're welcome, yeah. podcasts,
0: for bringing you new listeners, so, <laughs> that's all us. Um, we also have a new podcast recording location, this mm. is exciting news. We've moved from my closet pow, 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 to our sister's weird room behind her bookshelf. <laughs> so, it's really hot in here, so if you hear us, like, audibly sweating, which I think <laughs> is a thing, um, just let us know. So, Tori, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing just fine. How are you guys doing?
0: I'm doing well. I am i don't know. Oscar just made us some good food. That was helpful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we just watched a pretty great movie. and. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It oh, had I know
1: Meryl Streep in, in. in it. I did was not. Wait, what? I know Meryl Streep. Can you believe it? Wait,
0: which,
2: she was who in did it. Play? Wait,
1: who was she again?
2: Who did she play? God. The, oh, the, she was the. The
1: what's what's it called? Um. um the,
2: the. The um. The. She was the. Oof. The cow. The, the, cow, no, no, cow, oh, the cow. cow. The cow. The cow.
0: The cow. played the cow? Milky white.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> she was in a cow funny. costume <laughs> she crawled across
0: she was no it was method <laughs> she, she wasn't in a costume <laughs> no cgi it was just her crawling on the ground <laughs> um okay so we she was just, the witch
1: just so, so everyone way. knows
0: <laughs> so this is a 2014 movie
1: so most recent
0: yes by far well not by far Three years. Yeah. The Iron Lady and Rendition were not that far away. Um, So, um, but this is actually a reunion because Mm -hmm. all three of us saw this movie in theaters. In
2: theaters. At the
0: Lido Theater in Arlington, Minnesota. So this is the first movie that we've rewatched. This is the first one that's not a new watch to us. We thought it was important to get a marquee episode in because we've been doing a lot of, you know, underground ones. Time for one that maybe people have heard of. But we need right. more listeners, guys. This is what this is about. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so, yeah, what did you guys think overall of Into the Woods? What was your impression? Tori, you go first as the guest of the podcast.
2: My overall impression, well, you know, it's a musical. I personally love musicals. So, it's got, you know, some extra points there. I love it. I love the music, I love the songs. Mm-hmm. Love the characters. Mm-hmm. Will say it's quite long. We talked about this. It's kind mm-hmm. of a story told in two parts, where because mm-hmm. some stage adaptations they just do the first part and it's like happy ever after. But then in the movie they kind of went on like an hour longer of like, just kidding, everything's mm-hmm. bad now. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, love it. Great movie. What, what about you, Oscar?
1: Well, I love it too as well. <laughs> I mean, have all the songs on my Spotify, Period. obviously. Yeah. And I do know a lot of the lyrics to the first song, which is That's 14 minutes. And
2: 35 seconds. 36?
1: I think it's 36. We've
2: argued about this before. Yes, it's either
1: 14 know. minutes and 35 know. seconds or 14 minutes and 36 seconds long. The first song, it's called Into the Woods Prologue, and you can look it up if you want to <laughs> fact mm-hmm. check, check us on that. Um, yeah, I like it a lot. Um, stunning cast. Stunning can we talk cast. about the cast right now?
0: Sure. I mean, I do feel like I'm... Like, kind of, like, I'm, like, the least fan because I didn't know how many minutes, like, the prologue was. And I personally, like, don't have all the songs, like, memorized. But I it's important that even though I feel like I actually have forgotten a lot of this movie, a lot of this movie has, like, seeped into our lingo. Like, we Mm -hmm. say lines from this movie on a daily basis. (laughs) That we didn't realize. And also lines that aren't important. (laughs) (laughs) Like we say, you don't remember. All the time. From, which is literally just from the beginning when the baker doesn't remember all the ingredients mm-hmm. they have to get. It's not important you at can't all. You don't remember. You like, don't remember all the time. I
1: sort of hate to ask it, but do you have a basket? Literally.
0: Actually, literally. All the time. All the time. <laughs> Anyways, it's a really great movie. And I think that it was really fun to watch again mm-hmm. after having not seen it since I was like fifteen. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and you were like eleven, Oscar. Yep, I was eleven. So we really glowed up since then. Mm-hmm. Well, i Um, <laughs> but yeah, the cast. I mean, Oscar, go for it, like.
1: So Meryl Streep, obviously.
0: Yeah. Period. Um,
1: mm-hmm. James Corden.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Emily Blunt. <laughs> <Do I
0: know? laughs> I'm gonna describe the face Oscar just made when he said James Corden. He said. Eh. <laughs> not good, not bad. Just James Corden. It's just James Corden.
2: Just... James Corden. He's yeah. He's He's fine.
1: He's fine. He's,
2: he's, he's fine. fine. He's, fine. <laughs> he's perfectly fine. Sure. He's not good. He's not bad. He's just nice. Yeah. that's a, not good. it's just bad. It's a quote from the movie. I he's tried just to nice. just
0: sneak in um, there. Okay. He who shall not be named, Johnny Depp. Uh, Johnny Depp's barely in there. And when he is in As there, I'll be. say it, he's bad. Yeah. Not good. He not... plays himself... He's a creepy old dude. Mm-hmm. Weirdo. Weirdo. Anyways.
1: Um, Emily, Blunt, Emily Blunt, who Blunt. also starred in a movie with Meryl Streep. Yeah. Two. Two? Two. Two. What else was Mary she? Pop- Poppins. Mm-hmm. Poppins,
0: but this was after this. That's,
1: That's after. So, Devil Wears Prada. Mm-hmm. And then. And she can track So, Meryl three movies.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So. so, yeah, they must know each other at least.
0: Um, For sure. Anna Kendrick. Okay plays Cinderella. Anna Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Um, she
1: Kendrick. <laughs> I think I said Kendrick. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, Chris Pine. Chris Pine. He did, I love Chris Pine in this movie. I love Period. him the best. And then, girl, we need to talk about the reunion of the century. Mm-hmm. Christine Baranski <laughs> and Meryl Streep, who I think are together for one scene tops in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Christine, I love her so much in this movie. The festival, <laughs> the king's festival. Yeah. She said, Honey, no. Okay, I love her. Um, Tracy Ullman.
1: Tracy Ullman, yeah, she's a big British actress. I think she might have the most, what's the like British Academy Awards called? <laughs> BAFTAs? Maybe the most BAFTA yeah. nominations. You can fact me on that, but cool. she's like pretty big in Britain from what I've heard. <laughs>
2: my pretty friends. For your <laughs> friends, uh, British listeners them.
0: out there. Um, but yeah, I I mean, I think some... What are some other performances before we move on to Meryl, which obviously is going to be the highlight of the podcast? Do we um, want to talk
2: about Lucy Punch Is her name?
0: Oh, yes! <laughs> oh, my God. Lucy Punch plays a stunning stepsister
2: in this movie. Mm-hmm. And we thought she'd only played a stepsister Twice. in... Twice. Well, an- another time in Ella Enchanted. Yes. Right. But it turns out she's played...
0: Cinderella's stepsister, or a version of it, four times. Four times on the big screen. I have no idea what the other movies were. I mean, we saw them, but I've never heard of. It was them like before. Cinderella
2: from two thousand <laughs> yeah. and Cinderella from like two thousand eight. I don't know, but yeah, it was. That's crazy. We stan stand queen. I'll
0: hire. Uh, they should hire her for every version because she's really good at it. I agree. Um, and then a few other smaller parts. Um. Lilla Crawford plays Little Red Riding Hood. Um, She was on Broadway's Annie. Mm-hmm. So she's mostly... She's a child actress. Um, Billy Magnuson plays Rapunzel's Prince. I thought he was really great as well. Tori and I saw him also at the Lido Theater in the film
2: Game Night, which I'd recommend. I right, would movie? yeah. Meryl Streep's not in it, but like... Jason Bateman, who's like basically Meryl Streep. Okay,
0: so you can go. <laughs> I'll turn off the podcast now. <laughs> Do you just compared Jason <laughs> Bateman. All jokes aside. I'm kidding,
2: I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, and
0: then the guy who was in Les Mis, the kid in, the from King. Les Mis, is also Jack in this. Mm-hmm. Daniel Huttlestone. So, stunning work, Daniel.
1: So stunning cast.
0: Nigel, you so let's talk high about high.
1: performances.
0: Yes, yeah, so what are some of your favorite performances in this movie, Oscar? Besides Meryl. We'll
1: besides Meryl. Well, I think... I know you might not agree with me, but I think Anna Kendrick's voice is. And this is like when she was in her prime, you know? Not that Don't she's. Get me. Not that, not that <laughs> she's. That not th-
2: but- also, I was watching thinking, like, what happened to Anna Kendrick? You know? You know she was having a moment. Yeah.
0: Um, I just watched a video today on YouTube that where she breaks down her career timeline. Oh. And because she's in this new show on HBO or something, yeah. Um. Anyways, she said that this is the only role that she's ever gotten that she cried when she found out she got it, Uh because she like loved the musical, the stage show, and when they wanted her to audition, she was like, "Um, okay, I guess for like Little Red Riding Hood, because normally it's played by an adult in stage adaptation, because she didn't think that she could play like she would have the voice for it, or she Mm -hmm. could play like this kind of kind vulnerable, because it's not who she usually plays, and." Um, Rob Marshall, who we should point out, directed this movie and also did a lot of other stuff for the movie. He worked on music as well. Director of Chicago, one of the greatest movie musicals of all time. Um, she was like, saw something in her and she's like, I didn't see that in myself. So I agree, Oscar. I think her voice was really beautiful in this. And I think she had some of the hardest singing to do, if not the mm-hmm. hardest oh, yeah, thing to do. So she roasts the occasion, I think. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think Emily Blunt was pretty good.
0: Mm-hmm. No. I think it's a very classic Emily Blunt role. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, she kind, kind of. of plays herself. But she <laughs> plays it well.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who else?
0: I think we should talk about Chris Prine and Billy Magnuson. Mm-hmm. Agony is such a good song. So good. And it wouldn't be good if they didn't play it the way that they did. Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. for Billy Magnuson, who we had not heard of when we watched this movie. Yeah. So good. They're so f- It's a, such a funny song and such a needed like comic relief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Christine Baranski... Mm,
2: Period.
1: Uh, period 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 Period. all we have to
0: say period (laughs) (laughs) i don't think i think james corden is kind of overhyped in general but Mm -hmm. in this movie i think he does just fine like i think he completes the assignment yeah -hmm.
1: (laughs) maybe not an a but he
0: completed
1: yeah yeah, he passed yeah
0: satisfactory all right so oscar do you want to talk a little bit about the plot for those plebes who haven't seen the movie (laughs) Which, by the way, is just on like rental. It's not on anything. Right. It's gonna be on Disney Plus December fourth, twenty twenty. So Mark let's celebrate. <laughs>
1: okay, so basically, it's just a baker and his wife and Cinderella and who else?
0: What? <laughs> like all of the characters in the movie. <sighs>
1: Well, at the, uh, at the beginning, at the beginning. At the
0: beginning, yeah. It's just Cinderella and then Little Red Riding Hood is there.
1: Right, Little and it Land. just kind of montages like between... Jack.
0: They yeah. all want different things, They're you like, know? I
1: wish, they wish for different things, you know? Yeah,
0: Cinderella wants to go to the festival. The festival. The king's um, festival. <laughs> um. Baker and Baker's wife want a kid. They want and a baby. baby. Um... What? Literally, Riding just wants to get to her grannies. Yeah, just wants to get to her
1: grannies.
0: Jack wants to. His cow, cow to. His cow to make some milk. Give him some milk. And be his mm-hmm. best friend forever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyone um, else?
1: I think that's.
0: I mean, the witch wants her. Yeah, the then the witch. The witch. The
1: witch so. Let's. Uh, so the. The baker and his wife are just like chilling, you know. They're and chilling, they're, like, they're everyone.
2: Singing, I was chilling. Like, at oh, home. I wish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And then the witch Meryl mm-hmm. storms in.
2: Door breaks down. Breaks down. Rat Fog everywhere. In. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of someone in this room right know, but I won't. We, we won't go into that. S- Rats scurry and mm-hmm. bunch of smoke, and it's like surprise.
1: Well, surprise! It's me. It's Meryl. It's me, witch.
0: <laughs> um...
1: So, yeah, and he's like, you wished the curse reversed? Uh, potion first.
0: <laughs> Bad okay. wow! No, I thought that was spot on.
1: And she's like, one. So, this is what the, the baker and, and his wife need, because
0: they they're,
1: they're infertile. Well,
0: he's infertile. He's, he's barren. Infertile. He's
1: barren, as the witch because of a curse that she laid his cause... like
2: dad like stole some stuff from her garden. She got really mad. Really pissed. And she like she, was, she like... turned
1: really ugly. She was she used to be stunning. Oh, yeah, he,
2: she He stole her beans. And then as soon as he like left her with the beans, she was hot. And then she was not. So she's yeah. very upset about that. So she blowed put a curse on their glow down exactly. Yeah. Put a curse on their house. Uh, you can't have kids. Oh, and she stole the <laughs> baker's sister, sister who, who is rapunzel and mm-hmm.
1: yes and he it's never so he never does he meet it's up so with much. his sister at all no. never no. they never no. figure that no. out no. it's kind of sad. It's yeah. sad okay so then yeah she, she,
0: they,
2: they
1: need one a cow as white as milk mm-hmm. two i forgot to
2: <laughs> i don't know <laughs> the order as red, red as, as blood.
1: blood three a hair as yellow as gold no yellow yeah. as corn, corn yellow okay. is corn and
2: Slipper is, as pure as, as
1: gold. It's really yes. confusing. Sure.
0: They get those confused in the movie. They do. Yeah. So, so we're just... Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, basically most of the like second act of the movie is them just like looking for all this stuff and running into all these other fairy tale characters mm-hmm. like the stepmom and stepsisters.
2: Yep. They're all intertwined. And yes. so mirror will come out of nowhere out. just surprising them. Yeah. Ah. The wolf ah. is Cinema in song there. There's a wolf. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: Cinderella's prince, Rapunzel's prince. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All your favorites are there, guys. Jack, Jack and the Beanstalk, everybody. So yeah, mm-hmm. basically they I mean, it's like most of the movie, but they get what they need, right? Mm-hmm. It's a right. struggle. They have to do lots of things. There's lots of inner turmoil. Like for Cinderella, she's like, "Do I want to stay with this prince?" right? Mm-hmm. And the baker and the baker's wife are fighting because he doesn't, like, trust her to, like, go alone, right? Mm-hmm. And Jack and his mother are kind of fighting because they don't have a lot of food, so he has to sell their cow. So there's, like, inner tension, but mostly it's focused on the baker and baker's wife getting this stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. And they do. They do. They they get it. Uh, yeah. After
0: three midnights,
2: they get Three midnights. Yep. Mm-hmm. Last minute. Mm-hmm.
0: It's
2: the last. <laughs> um, yeah. But...
1: But so yeah, then Meryl drinks from.
2: the... So they the mouth feed mouth. all those all those things they have mm-hmm. to find, mm-hmm. you know the cape, the, the slipper, the slipper, the hair. hair. That's, that's the it. Cow. They feed it to the cow. Then they milk it, put it in this cup, and then Meryl drinks it, and then she is bam, Transform. glowed up again. She's
0: she looks stunning, young, stunning, great, beautiful wig, beautiful nails. Sunny. We'll talk about it more in the costume Looking section. snatched, essentially.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. And
0: then everyone's like, wow, we're so happy. Cinderella I'm and sure her happy. prince are married. Rapunzel and her prince are married. Oh, the baker's
2: wife, like, then and there, her belly just... Up, gives birth. birth out. Has a
0: boy. Yep. Jack yep. and his... Mom have a bunch of money because he went up the beanstalk and stole some stuff from the giants. Stole. That seems like a perfectly good idea that will never have consequences to which they'll have to
2: face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> worry
1: um that. So yeah, that everyone's just vibing, you know, really happy, <laughs> and then it all takes a dark turn. Dark turn.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, Dory, you you tell us all about
2: it. Well, all of a sudden they're like, oh, into the woods, happy ever after, boom. Like mm-hmm. something's wrong. Like the ground is shaken, the castles fallen, people are screaming. No one really knows what's happening. Turns out, uh, giants mad. Mm-hmm. The the giant's wife, cause Jack killed mm-hmm. the giant, cause he mm-hmm. cut down the beanstalk. Mm-hmm. Oh, but earlier, the baker's wife tried to offer Cinderella a bean for her shoe, and so she handed it to Cinderella. She was like, "What? This isn't real." Like tossed it back, and it planted mm-hmm. it, grew another beanstalk. Yeah. So, the giant's wife comes down mm-hmm. and she's mad cause you know this little punk kid just like murdered her husband mm-hmm. right. so she's like here t- to get revenge mm-hmm. and Cinderella's husband you know the prince now is like guys chill it's just an earthquake don't worry about it and then you know then yeah everyone disperses
1: everyone disperses and they have to go back into the woods back
0: into the woods and everything is like Destroyed pretty much. Destroyed and yeah. they can't find their, their way. Homes, yeah. Then
1: everything kind of takes a dark turn. Yeah,
0: dark there turn. are there multiple is... characters who die. Lots of deaths. I mean, Jack's mom is one of the first ones. They pass away. Yes. Lots
1: of cheating going on. Yeah. The baker's some
0: wife cheats with Chris Pine, aka Prince Charming. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Not so charming. Not so charming. Period. Well,
0: he is charming. Too charming for his own good. Mm. She's so um, so charming for her Should own we talk word.
1: about how yeah. the the core the core fairy tales are the original fairy tales, not the Disney fairy yeah, tales? Yeah, so mm-hmm.
0: like um when the prince is looking for a woman that matches the slipper that Cinderella actually in this one intentionally left behind. She didn't mistake mm-hmm. she meant to leave behind. Um they like have the stepsisters mm-hmm. mom, well the mom cut off the stepsisters like feet, like part of their mm-hmm. feet to fit in, and then they start bleeding, or, like, hurting really and bad, it... and then they're like, wait, no, <laughs> and then, in order to get revenge, Cinderella has her birds that she can control with her...
1: Because there's no fairy godmother in this, there's no. these
0: birds. Mm-mm. and her dead mom, who, like, kind of helps her get the dress, um... Mm-hmm.
2: Who, like, lives in a tree.
0: Yes. Um, should they blind... <laughs> they... Line their stepsisters <laughs> so like that it's definitely darker but it but is it's, the original it's accurate
1: which and but it's a it's a it's disney movie accurate.
0: yeah <laughs>
1: it's <laughs> a dis it's a disney movie so i think it's, it's interesting how they movie. don't use the disney storylines it's
0: a disney movie but it was not a disney production to begin with
2: yes. you know it was mm-hmm. a steven
0: sondheim which we should mention because we've mentioned him before on the podcast mm-hmm. um it's so it it is like Never had to be Disney to begin with, and they do take some liberties. For example, Rapunzel does not die in this one. She mm-hmm. runs off with her prince away from her mom, Meryl, because she's very controlling. In the mm-hmm. stage version, she just dies. <laughs> like I think that they're they definitely didn't want to show their beloved Disney characters die, and they don't. There aren't any Disney characters that die on screen. So, mm-hmm. um, but some other people that pass the baker's wife dramatically um, falls off a cliff after the giant chases her. Splat. Splata. Splat Meryl's Splat. death.
2: <laughs>
0: wow, a stunning moment. So
1: the most, by far, the most dramatic death As in the film. It been. You do barely see any of the deaths. What deaths do you see on screen? Mm. Literally none, right?
0: I mean, I guess technically the wolf.
1: I mean, kind, of, kind of, yeah. Like, Not really, you though. You. Jack's
0: mom, like, you just kind of. She's just like struggling. There. Yeah. yeah. honestly but yeah meryl calls upon her mother basically she's like you guys are losers you're not going to do what needs to be done (laughs) which is sacrifice a child to this giant and i know what's right and you are not listening to me so guess what i'm
2: kmsing (laughs) i'm done with it i'm committing suicide i guess yeah sliding out of here
0: she says mom make me ugly again make me ugly again take me away like she knows that she's too powerful these, mm-hmm. for these people and she literally sinks into the ground and a tar pit takes her place mm-hmm. powerful and she's
1: singing this while. Powerful. she's doing this while singing well, yeah, so stunning. Funny. It's
0: funny. um should we talk about why and then well let's finish the plot okay, okay. so at the very end the only people that are left are jack little red riding hood the baker and his son, his baby son, oh, yeah. and Cinderella. Mm-hmm. And they all basically decide to start a family together, to kind of try to rebuild. Um, they do kill the giant, so the kingdom is safe for now. But we don't know, it's not necessarily all the other characters are dead, but we don't know about their fates, um, of the ones that haven't passed away. So it's its a dark story, but it's hopeful at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, it really mm-hmm. is hopeful. Um, so yeah, what did you want to talk about, Oscar?
1: Um, so, prior to this film, mm-hmm. Meryl Streep has always, um, mm-hmm. turned down witch roles.
0: Yeah, it was, like, a major mm-hmm. part. I remember it being a major part of her press junket for this movie. Mm-hmm. I, like, we were subscribed to Entertainment Weekly at this time, I know. I read an interview with her, and I remember hearing her talk about this in, in interviews and stuff. It was, like, a major thing. Um mm-hmm. when she was in the awards circuit.
1: Because in the, um, what was it, like, the late, It was it was in the 80s and the late 80s and 90s. She was getting a lot of witch roles, because some people were saying she's just an actress, like, a dying actress, like, Mm -hmm. she's past her prime.
0: Which is so ridiculous. Could you imagine telling Meryl Streep, (laughs) Mary Louise Streep, that in 1989 or whatever, you're past your prime? Are you kidding me? Think Mm -hmm. of all the stunning performances we would have lost if she had listened to those people.
1: So they offered her these witch roles, Mm because she's, like, old now or whatever, she was, like, 40, which is old, I guess, in Hollywood. Yeah, it's true. Um, so she's like, no, mm-hmm. I'm going to persevere,
0: mm-hmm.
1: get through this, mm-hmm. and win some Oscars, period. Period.
0: She's I'm going to be Margaret Fletcher. I'm going to
1: be Margaret, and I'm going to be Julie Child.
0: I'm Julie Child. Lots of accents. She said, I'm I'm going to give you accents.
1: So when she was 40, she got offered three witch rolls in one year alone. Can you believe that one year? So she's like, oh, this is how this is a quote. Oh, this is how it's going to go? At this point in my career, I think, I really think hard about it. What am I putting into the world with each project? You know, she really has to focus on the art, mm-hmm. which I think is really
0: important. Yeah, something she's always done.
1: So then she said it was different. She said, I was just up in my kitchen and just singing the karaoke version as as much as I could because I wanted to be ready. Whose opening song, A Rap. It's a rap apparently.
0: Yeah, I mean that's what's...
1: Period. Yeah. Meryl Streep, my favorite rapper. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the rap was done live.
0: That's awesome.
1: Isn't that amazing? Amazing um so she basically just said that so she worked with stephen sondheim and she's like this is art this is not just like
0: Mm -hmm. a
1: little musical musical. Mm -hmm. like this is art this is why i'm doing it Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah love that
0: they're still friends
1: yeah you know she said she was proud of the movie
0: yeah we have no bread
3: i don't want your bread then what is it you wish it's not what i wish it's what you wish nothing cooking in that belly now is there And there will never be, unless you do exactly as I say. In three days' time, a blue moon will appear. Only then can the curse be undone. What curse? The one I placed on this house. What are you talking about? In the past, when you were no more than a babe, your father brought his young wife and you to this cottage. lovely couple, but not lovely neighbors. You see, your mother was with child, and she developed an unusual appetite. She admired my beautiful garden, and she told your father that what she wanted more than anything in the world was greens, greens, nothing but greens, Parsley, peppers, cabbages, and celery, asparagus, and watercress, and fiddle ferns, and lettuce. He said, all right, but it wasn't quite, because I caught him in the autumn in my garden one night. He was robbing me, raping me, rooting through my rutabaga, raiding my arugula,
0: and ripping up the rampium. I also think that that it's evident that it's not just another Disney musical. No offense to normal Disney musicals. That, first of all, Meryl Streep is in it. Second of all, she got a Golden Globe and Oscar nomination for this right which Mm -hmm. (laughs) this i don't know it's not i i love her in every single role i think she deserves every single award nomination she gets Mm -hmm. i think this might be one of the ones she deserves the least (laughs) you know like it's a great performance but it's just not her best right like it just isn't by any means um but of course i'm so happy for her um so some other competitions she had that year, Emma Stone and Birdman, Kira Knightley in The Imitation Game, Laura Dern in Wild, and then the Oscar went to Patricia Arquette and Boyhood, which she gave a very remarkable, memorable speech for, calling for gender equality in Hollywood, and Meryl Streep gave her iconic clap and point <laughs> performance that resulted in a very memorable gift. So at least we have that from the 2014 Oscars. Um, but again, I, you know, I think Patricia deserved it. I've only also seen Emma Stone and Birdman, and even that was probably better than Meryl's performance here. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think anyone was gonna, thinking she was going to win. No, this
1: wasn't so. a bad, like, it was way better than any other actress could have done, I think. I, and no other actress would have got a... Oscar nom yeah. for this. No way. no. way. Yeah, I don't no, think yeah. literally any other actress would have gotten an Oscar nom for that role. I
0: agree. And part of that is because she's a stunning actress, mm-hmm. and I think the other part of that is because the Oscars absolutely love her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. True. I don't, I don't think it's completely her. I do think it is a little bit of the institution. Mm-hmm. And that's fair. I would love her, too, if I knew her. Mm-hmm. Um, it also was nominated for Best Production Design and Best Costume Design, um, so that was amazing. Colleen Atwood did this, who... Stunting designer, she's done lots of stuff, but knew they didn't win for either of those, um, which is a real shame, because the costumes here are pretty great. Mm-hmm. Well, again, we might get to that. Um, also, Best Actress, em- Emily Blunt, was nominated for a Golden Globe, and then also Best Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy, Golden Globe, both of those were nominated, and neither of those won. So, nominated for a lot, but not big winners, which is but unfortunate. But still,
1: it's surprising that I got nominated for a lot for a...
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal for sure. Um, so, let's just talk about Meryl in this movie. We've talked about the movie enough, I think. Mm -hmm. What did you guys think of Meryl's performance, specifically? Tori, what did you think?
2: Love Meryl. Every time she comes on screen, you're just, like, glued to her. Even when she was the ugly, nasty witch. (laughs) Couldn't take her eyes off of her. Couldn't take my eyes off of her. Oh, God, she's just great! And her voice, Mm -hmm. 10 out of 10. We we were we paused the movie for a second. We were reading some like trivia facts about her. Mm-hmm. She was like training to be an opera singer when she was twelve or something. Did not know this. Fun fact for you, Oscar. What do you think?
1: Um, amazing as always. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just it's a pretty comp complex character. She's not just like an old hag. Absolutely. That's probably why one of the reasons she took the role. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she does it flawlessly.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um her singing I think is great. Stunning. There were no moments like sometimes she she was like, ah, eh, but she wasn't any like that at mm-hmm. all. Her voice was good.
2: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Period. Um. So
1: I think she did like really good in like Last Midnight. She mm-hmm. was like belting. Yeah,
2: absolutely. And, so powerful.
1: And even um and like ch- children will listen. Still, but she was uh, still softer. It was yeah. still, she has she the range. She was
0: even just in the background. She wasn't even on screen for that part. Mm-hmm. She's Just in the background. Loved her. I agree with your part about how it was. she made it. A, I mean, it was a complex character, but she made it even more complex. Right. I loved her scenes talking to Rapunzel, her daughter, mm-hmm. and that whole relationship. Yeah. As, like, a mother who mm-hmm. wants to protect her child, I think is a very compelling, like, villain motivation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, she definitely wasn't. No cuz
1: at the beginning she seems really just like an evil witch mm-hmm. like you know but then she mm-hmm. sees her daughter she she like is like crying cuz she loves her daughter that much right. like she's
3: and she wants she's, to protect her
1: so she's not really the villain in this no. she's def in the beginning she definitely is mm-hmm. but then you kind of realize hmm maybe witches are right you know witches maybe
0: right. witches can be right maybe she
1: made some points yeah
0: mm-hmm. and she and she says that in her song before she dies mm-hmm. she said you know you can hate me but you ain't me, and I'm right, basically. (laughs) I'll do what needs to be done throughout the movie. I mean, you can't deny she's a little bit vain. She does ask them to get all the stuff so she can turn young and beautiful again. Yeah. But also she does it because she doesn't want her daughter to be ashamed of her. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just think that that, that's, like, very touching, very beautiful. Mm -hmm. And her voice just really adds to it. This is the second movie that we've really seen her belt in. Obviously, Postcards from the Edge towards the beginning of her career singing Mm -hmm. and i think her voice has held up just as much obviously mamma mia really cemented her as a musical star Mm -hmm. um but Um, yeah i really also
1: like her like facial expressions in this absolutely she always has the best she she does (laughs) but even this like they to me they really stand out for some reason there's like she just really like shows her emotion well to me
0: yeah i think she could have made a little out of a little but she made a lot out of a little.
1: And she has some comedic moments too. Mm-hmm. Like she's funny sometimes. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. No for sure. I mean we always knew she had a comedic skill. Right. You know, like post catching and she's so funny in that. Um but yeah, I think yeah, I mean she they definitely like banked hard on her. Like when we were looking in Disney Plus to see if it was there yet, she was the only person mentioned they said Meryl Streep stars, which might <laughs> be an exaggeration. I think she's she's supporting actress. She's yeah. definitely not lead actress. Um, and she's the only actress on the theatrical posters, just her lording over into the woods, the, like, title. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I mean, I would milk all of Meryl Streep for what she's worth as well, but I think she lives up to her performance. It's definitely Mm -hmm. not like, okay, yeah, we cast Meryl Streep so we could get some money. Like, she brings it. She dedicated it. She totally brings it. And she she treats it like art, you can tell. Like, Donnie
1: Depp in it was just kind of like...
0: He didn't sing well. Mm -mm. He didn't act well he didn't add anything he's so forgettable right.
2: and
1: and they they just used him for his name
0: i completely agree oh, yeah completely and,
2: totally.
0: and i think i think it's actually similar to what they could have done with anna Kendra because this was the, her prime this was like pitch perfect like i think ever, right around her, there up. if not right before but like i think she totally brought it to like this was a moment i don't think meryl streep has to prove herself anymore i think mm-hmm. she's done doing that but she just continues to do it so mm-hmm. yeah stunning work meryl so should we move on to the segment? I think we should. Let's do it! There
3: lay a small village at the edge of the woods. Careful the things you say. And in this village, children will listen. lived a young maiden. Careful the A carefree young lad. Children will see. And a childless baker. And love. With his wife. Learn what to be careful before you say, listen
0: so time for our first segment, and that is ranking, right mm-hmm. um and so we always rank all of the movies that we've watched on the podcast so far um and it is time. This is, I think gonna be our first really difficult one. I think mm-hmm. all of the ones have been really easy to rank so far. Mm-hmm. But, oh my god, this one was kind of hard. Do you agree? I agree. And Tori's not ranking just because, you know, she hasn't seen all of the movies for the podcast. Sorry, Tori. Um, but, um, so yeah, Oscar, what was your ranking? Uh, I'll do, in order of the, let we watch them. Heartburn, Postcards from the Edge, Iron Lady, Rendition, and now Into the Woods. Okay.
1: Okay. So, The Iron Lady.
0: Number five.
1: Number five. Mm-hmm. Number four, Rendition. Number three heartburn mm-hmm. number four
0: what number two number two you're so stupid
1: <laughs> I, was, I normally go from the highest to lowest yeah, but I'm mixing you're, it you're up to... so number two postcards from the edge number one into the woods wow I just think I've been listening to the soundtrack for like yeah. the last like four years and it's just like I just repeat it all the time it just has to be my number one
0: I love that for you I'm so happy That you love this movie. It's such a fun movie. Mm -hmm. I think that in the moment, I kind of got caught up with, like, the musical community wasn't always the happiest about this. Do you agree? I think they were kind of, like, it was Disney-fied, right? They, like, Mm -hmm. made it kind of kitschy, which we talked about the differences with the Broadway version. Um, But But I think...
1: Again, like, they're not going to cast Broadway. I always get so (laughs) angry. We talk about this all the time when they... When they cast... Like, like, West Side Story remake. Right. They're, they're not going to cast, like, Broadway stars. <laughs> literally. Like, no one knows. I'm sorry, but, like, even Sutton Foster, like, one of the biggest Broadway stars, like, I bet, like,
0: a, t- a tenth
1: Bush. of America know who Sutton Foster's. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Less than a tenth.
1: Like, two percent of America. Yeah, and
0: they're like, she wasn't cast as and and Belle in Beauty and the Beast by And then there'll be, like,
1: people I don't even know, and I know, like, some stuff about. yeah. Like,
0: and they're like, Broadway. can you believe? And I'm like, so yes, so. I can. And then, I like, literally, believe.
1: like, 0. 0.01% of America know who that is. And, and like, almost all of America know who, who Meryl Streep is. So Every
0: damn person. I think that should be a question on the U.S. citizenship test. Do you know who Meryl Streep is? Yes or no? National treasure, Meryl Streep. Um, um, do you want me to do my ranking? Yes. Okay. My ranking, this is going to be the first time we diverge. Mm-hmm. This is a big moment for us. So, number five, I agree. Iron Lady. Number four for me is also Rendition. Number three for me is also Heartburn. But uh, Into the Woods is two. And Postcards from the has to be one. And even Heartburn, I'm like... Rrr, rrr. Honestly, next week that might change because there's still some moments in Heartburn. I, I think the difference is all about expectations. Mm-hmm. And even though Into the Woods, like, on the rewatch was so much more fun and the songs were so much better for some reason, like, it... I don't remember this as, like, a, a great, so greatly sung musical for some mm-hmm. reason, but there were really some amazing vocals in oh, the yeah, soundtrack. Some, sure. really ama- some really amazing ones that I, like, listened to. Um, but I think that Heartburn just took me by such surprise mm-hmm. that I could totally see them switching. But for me, Postcards from the Edge has to be number one. It seems like a movie finely crafted specifically for Alexis Craft. Um, and, again, just sticks with me. It, like, it just, it seems so meaningful to me, and I, I don't know, it's just, I think it's the most touching one for me. Like, there are some touching moments in Into the Woods, but none of them feel as real and authentic, which, of course, it's Mm -hmm. fantasy. (laughs) But I just, like, I think that Postgres from the Edge really captures something, like, just effervescent about Meryl Streep, about Carrie Fisher, Mm -hmm. about people that I love so much. So, that's my ranking. And, uh, yeah, let's keep going. And so for our next segment, we're going to do our quintessential Meryl's Costumes coverage. So, Tori, tell us about the costume she wears for the first half of the movie.
2: Yeah, so I think we should know that she doesn't wear very many costumes in this movie. It's literally two. So in the first half, where she's kind of looking rough, she's her witchy witch self. She's got this, like, ratted matted long kind of like gray hair kind of how i look in the morning love it um she's got these like curled over yellow long nails it's not a look but like you know it's just just which things um her teeth they're busted looking british as hell um her dress she's got this like big long black dress and this, like, cloak on. It's really... I can't describe it that much, because it's just, like... It's a lot of fabric. It's mm-hmm. long. It flows in the wind when she mm-hmm. enters and exits. Mm-hmm. Adds for dramatic effect. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, she just looks like a witch. What else do you want me to say? Yeah. Looking busted. Yeah, the teeth, mm-hmm. the nails, the hair, the dress. She's got some, like, mad forehead lines going on. But, yeah. um, That's really it. That's really all I can say. I'm looking at these... I'm looking at a photo reference. I mean, yeah. That's costume number one. Yeah. I'll give it to Alexis and Oscar to tell you about her glow up, Hello, honey.
0: So this is after she drinks the magic potion and mm-hmm. she turns stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. She really does turn stunning, Oscar. Her mm-hmm. wig is completely changed and it turns color from like a gray blue. It was a gray blue? Okay. Um, to... A straight blue and black, and it's, like, mm-hmm. swirled over her head. It's so beautiful. And mm-hmm. her gown is this long, like, blue, like, kind of wrapped over one another. It almost looks like a ribbon that was wrapped around her. Um And it's, like, very structured, very high shoulders. She looks super powerful. This little, mm-hmm. little decolletage, I'd say. Looking stunning, especially for her age, Meryl. Looking yeah,
1: she, great. I don't think she looks 65 either. Oh, man, she, she looks like, so beautiful. She looks, like, 50.
0: And it's so funny because it's like, oh, make me young and beautiful again, and then it's just like Meryl Streep, like how she looks. How in she real looks life. normally. And if she does, looks like young and beautiful. Like she looks so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I absolutely she, love her. I think her. it's
1: funny. Well, she's pretty vain, so when the earthquake shit hits, she's like, touches her breast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's like, it oh. be so good. Oh, girls, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, it's a really stunning transformation, mm-hmm. and I I really love this costume. Mm-hmm. I genuinely like it's. It's just beautiful, and it moves and with the her so beautifully. Yeah. Um, yeah. It both of them add dramatic effect, but and the, the big, transformation. The, she has these
1: big poofy sleeves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she, when she walks around, she kind of has this like Dominating. allure about yes. her. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm.
0: and allure about her Oscar. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she only has two, which is like kind of disappointing. But you know what? She makes them work, and she only needs two costumes. That's right? it. Period.
1: It's Not the costumes, it's the acting.
0: Period. No. All right. So for our next and final segment. We're going to do this week in
3: Meryl. Meryl.
0: Great job, Tori. We thank, did not practice thank that. Thank you. Um, so, I'm going to be honest. This week's is pretty lame, guys. Meryl Sheep has been doing nothing. Pretty dry she week. She needs to get off of her couch and mm-hmm. give us some content. She'd be booked
1: and busy. <laughs>
0: she should be. Uh, she should be. Why can't? I know she Do was, something. She did one re- chapter of Roll Doll. Get a life, Meryl. Um, so, We're joking. <laughs> no, I want her to do more. <laughs> um, so I guess this is kind of exciting, I guess. But um, the website MyHeritage colorized some high school photos of Meryl when she went into high school in New Jersey. Um, and you can see some activities she did. She was a varsity cheerleader, which we did know. Um, and she also was an announcer for her school. And you can just see her. She has this really stunning blonde hair that she's always had. Um, Wearing her cheerleading uniform. I think she kind of looks like Laura Dern here. What do you guys think? It's hard to see. But I think her face is a little Laura Dernish. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So you can see those photos online. She looks so beautiful. But also, like, she looks so beautiful now. You know? Mm -hmm. She's just always been... Timeless queen. A timeless beauty for sure. So... Hopefully she'll do something more exciting next week. Come on, Meryl. Um, <laughs> but Tori, it has been so 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 fun to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm so happy
2: you had me on. I'm sweating with happiness. I'm I I hate to go, but I have to. I have to because. I'm, I'm starting to stick to the floor. It's so hot in
0: here. We were not lying when we said the heat was going to be It's
2: <laughs> so, it's bad.
0: Um, But this has been so fun. I love discussing a movie that we all, just like, even mm-hmm. if it's not the best movie in the world, it's super enjoyable to watch. Mm-hmm. And Meryl gives a fun performance. Like, fun. I think, mm-hmm. like, she takes herself super seriously in this, but she also kind of plays it like a drag queen. Like, she mm-hmm. totally is aware of the movie she's mm-hmm. in. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's self-aware. And, yeah, and plays it, she's in, plays it right to the, where she should. She mm-hmm. doesn't take herself too seriously. But she She's doesn't. also like, guess what? This is time. I'm going to sing the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's period. So, Meryl, stunning work on this. Episode 5, who would have thunk? Tori, thank you so much again. You've been a wonderful guest.
2: Thank you, thank you, thank you. And
0: loyal listener. Of course. Um, we will see you next week for AI, um, which is a Steven Spielberg movie um, where Meryl has apparently a very small role. So... Which is, it's, you know, we're going back to a, a supporting role, right, Oscar? Mm-hmm. And we well, this won- is
1: kind of a supporting role, too. Yeah,
0: but not really.
1: She's in it quite a bit.
0: Yeah, she's in it quite a bit. It is on Showtime if you're interested in watching. If you have a Showtime account. I have a Showtime account because um Spotify students have it. Fun fact. So come watch AI with us. Steven Spielberg movie. Has young Haley Jo Osmond and Jude Law in it as well. Who doesn't love some Jude Law? Hot I Jude love Law. Law. Super hot? Um. Yeah, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Marathon, and we'll see you next week. Bye! Bye. So we want to thank Tori again so much for being here, Um, and thank you guys so much for listening. But uh, it's time to announce our next Mm -hmm. episode, right? Oscar was a little peeved at me because I chose another supporting performance, how dare I? But um, we've been watching a lot of Steven Spielberg movies recently, I we watched Minority Report, or I watched most of it. You watched some of it. I watched all of it. You watched most of it. Um, but um, we watched Jaws recently for the first time. So I think we should keep it going, and I think we'll have a lot to say about the movie AI, AI. artificial intelligence. Came out in
1: two thousand.
0: Hell, if I know, Oscar. Ooh, I hope that doesn't isn't a swear word. Uh, I hope we don't get caught for that one. Two thousand one. Two thousand one, featuring Jude Law. Featuring mm-hmm. a young Haley Joel Osment. Um and featuring Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. But
1: Meryl Streep is barely in this movie, correct?
0: As far as I know, yes.
1: Maybe even less than our past movie Rendition, which we'll have to
0: we'll have to maybe get the timer literally out. Literally.
1: The timer for should <laughs> have rendition.
0: But I think it'll be cool because for a sci fi movie, super mm-hmm. different than everything we've done so far. It's true. Super <laughs> different than a fantasy musical, super different than a political thriller, super right. different than right,
1: I just, all we, kinds of stuff. We have
0: we have So range. much range on we this We have the range. Kinda, we literally cannot stop the So many different genres. Range. And I think
1: you guys will... I hope you guys are having fun...
0: I hope so. ...going
1: through all these movies with us. And
0: I hope that, like, there's something for everyone, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you weren't a postgrad from Mitch fan, then I'm hoping that you can enjoy... What, probably it's Polar Opposite, which will be AI. Um, so, yeah, I, I have this podcast that I listen to, which I guess I also can, also can recommend to you guys, which is my favorite movie podcast, which is called Blank Check. Um, and they talk about AI on that, so I'm gonna try to listen to that episode, Mm. and give you guys some little behind-the-scenes, they always have a a few good trivia facts, so I'll try to bring...
1: plagiarism...
0: Plagiarism, I just love to plagiarize... (laughs)
1: Plagiarize another podcast, we're joking, we will be doing that. It's
0: not plagiarizing, because guess what, it's definitely on the IMDB trivia section, so it's fine, it's open access, um, but yeah, we'll... Hopefully be giving you a little more in-depth about the movie itself, because I'm guessing there won't be that much to talk about with Meryl, but... Mm. Sci-fi Meryl, future Meryl, can't wait! I hope she has, like, really funky hair and, like, all silver and... (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she is AI, maybe she's a robot. We know nothing about this movie. We know literally nothing about this movie. (laughs) That would
1: be, like, Um... knows? the omnipresent, like, God, or something.
0: (laughs) I would love that like Big Brother but Big Meryl Um,
1: Big Meryl um, just Meryl's voices
0: Big M and the M stands for Meryl Um, so this movie is available to watch on Showtime I'd be down Um,
1: from Big Meryl (laughs) let's do it start a revolution Meryl
0: take us over Meryl become our overlord (laughs) Okay, this movie is available, AI, on Showtime, which you might think you don't have. But if you have a Spotify for Students subscription, like I do, you get mm-hmm. Showtime for free. So check it out. Um, can't wait to talk to you guys next week. AI is going to be super fun. Thanks so much for listening. Tori, thanks so much Thank for being so here. Thank you so much, Tori. And we'll talk to you later. Bye.
2: Bye. It's the
0: last midnight. It's the last
3: now before it's past. I'm leaving you my last curse! I'm leaving you alone You can tend the garden, it's yours Separate and alone Everybody down, our all All right, mother! One. Lost the means again? Punish me the way you did then! Give me clothes and a hunch Just away from this bunch And the gloom And the doom And the man.